0: In 1981, there was a murder so shocking that it changed the entertainment world forever, yet the killer was never brought to justice. Now, almost 40 years later, we're reopening the case, reviewing old leads as well as new evidence, to try and make sense of a killing which gave rise to a massacre. The who, what, why, and how of when video killed the radio star. Welcome to the Radio Star Murders. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome to the Radio Star Murders. This is a show where we try to decide if video did, in fact, kill the Radio Star. We're going to be breaking down music videos and trying to decide if the video aspect actually helps or hinders the song. Today is my choice. Going to be talking about Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio, is a 1995 song from the film Dangerous Minds, because we continue our theme here of having music videos from motion pictures. We did um, Cyndi Lauper last time with Goonies. Clay, how are you? And now we're going to be moving on to Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio for the film Dangerous Minds, starring Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Well, my chair is backwards. I'm sitting in it, and you want to. Tell me what this is all about.
1: I'm gonna say something. You tip that chair over fairly aggressively, but not aggressively enough that you break the chair
0: because we get multiple and not takes not Horribly this. believably, if I'm being frank.
1: I um this is uh it ties into another thing we've done with some uh previous listener had asked that we do music videos directed by famous directors. This one actually fits that mold too. I didn't realize this till I started looking it up. It's directed by Antoine Fuqua, who did a training oh, no, day no yeah, yeah. No,
0: I did not know that. Yep. So this that is... makes a lot of sense. Actually. <laughs> this is it.
1: We're going to talk about uh, this song. It came off of Coolio's album of the same name, which is called Gangsta's Paradise. It was done for the film Dangerous Minds, which is about Michelle Pfeiffer, who's, I think, like an ex Marine or something, and goes into an inner city LA high school to become an English teacher, something like that. Uh, it basically samples the chorus and instrumentation of Stevie Wonder's 1976 hit Pastime Paradise. Mm. Uh, this song won a Grammy. It is number 85 on Billboard's Greatest Songs of All Time. In 2008, it ranked number 38 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Coolio won a Grammy for Best Rap Solo Performance, two MTV Music Awards for Video and Best Video from a Film, and the song was voted as the best single of the year in the Village Voice Critics Poll. So this was a fairly well-regarded song when it came out. Uh, How do you think the song holds up? We'll talk about the song, and then we'll move into the music video.
0: Well, I... There's a lot less uh, farm imagery than mm-hmm. I remember. Farm and uh, <laughs> churning you know, butter. N- yeah, a lot less than I remember. Um, but that's probably for a different theme that I guarantee we'll be doing at some point. Has, has that um,
1: now replaced this in your
0: mind as like the thing that you think of when you hear yeah. the beat? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. A hundred percent. I can't. I can't sing the chorus without singing Amish Paradise. <laughs> I can't. I mean, you know, I think it's just a matter of. What I grew up with, uh, Coolio was upset <coughs> not that, that I... he did
1: that too. Coolio who did not want this song to be sampled. He yeah, was well, too serious. Too serious. I'll,
0: I'll, I will quote Weird Al saying he wasn't so upset that he didn't cash the check. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I I think that uh, I think this is a is a really good song. I think it's a it's from a, an era that's really fascinating to look back on, which is the straight um, unabashed sample lift yes where they were just taking entire choruses from other songs and just changing the lyrics slightly yep so the me- um, the melody you know-
1: and everything of the chorus is pastime paradise and the, yes. the groove yeah. the groove is pastime paradise except they've amped it up it's not really a sample they've sort of copied it and right ag- 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 like made it more aggressive the instrumentation
0: yeah, and I, there was a—I don't know what prompted that to have such an explosion, but in the in the '90s, that was very popular. Beastie I, I Boys. Mean, this song, Pulse, did Pulse it.
1: "Boutique," I think was the first album that was basically oh, all God. samples. Yeah, I
0: hate I hate the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I've never my liked kids, them.
1: My kids gotten huge into the Beastie Boys for some reason. The two year old—it's very mm-hmm. bizarre. But I've been listening to a lot of Beastie Boys, and we might have to do a whole Beastie Boys themed month because I feel I have a lot to Ugh. say. I have a
0: lot to say about them at this point. Fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but it's, it's this weird, uh, era of the nineties where, where they were just lifting like full choruses from songs and not really changing much and just rapping over them. Um, and this I think is, is, uh, I think the song and the video for this are probably more re- memorable than the movie. Cause I, I never saw the movie, mm. but I very clearly remember this video. Yeah um and i would argue judged by judging by the sh- clips from the movie they play in the video i think the video is better shot than the movie <laughs> <laughs> um it's more interesting to look at based on what what i've seen here yeah i've seen the movie um, and i barely remember
1: it uh i remember the song much more than the movie Th- this is a bigger hit of a song than it actually the film had any kind of relevance or lasting impact
0: yeah and uh uh you know that that era is so strange. Like I think was it? I think it sort of topped out with. Did Did Godzilla kill it? With uh, Come with Me might have the uh, Puff Daddy. You know, and where they just one? straight up lifted cashmere mm-hmm. and just wrapped on top of cashmere. Although there was a great SNL bit from the time where they were they were uh, came into the um, recording studio where Puffy was working on his new song called uh come with me again and it was it was just straight up playing the chorus off of the album for um uh don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. <laughs> and then it, it, every pause he would go come with me come with me again um but yeah you know i i think also this is uh there was a resurgence in the 90s of of soundtracks um and doing songs specific for movies and getting a lot of press for that—that that I think this kind of tapped into. Um, yeah, I think it still holds up. I think the video holds up. Um, it's probably the best thing that has ever that Coolio has ever been attached to. Um, <laughs> My thing about Coolio is
1: um, the 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 problem I have with this song, I guess, and I, I think the song is. I think the song is okay. I've been listening to it a lot and I think I actually held it in a higher regard before I actually started listening to it a lot. Yeah. And I don't know how well it's aged, really. But mm-hmm. I, I think that the I think the groove is great. And that's all due to Stevie Wonder. So I can't really say anything yeah. about Coolio there. But the the thing that I think about it is um I was watching a lot of other uh, sort of L.A. Compton hip-hop videos of the time, like Dre and Snoop had a lot of mm-hmm. this time. Coolio's feels to me, he reminds me of that bit from the Chappelle show, uh, Wayne Brady sketch, where Paul Mooney comes in and says, white people like Wayne Brady because he makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that, I think Coolio's kind of that way. I think of Coolio, I think of um, Fantastic Voyage, you know, yes, which is like a yeah. real sort of like party song. lift, yeah. And so when I compare Gangsta's Paradise to it, it feels like Coolio is trying to be hard in the song mm-hmm. in a way that I don't, in my mind's eye, remember him as being like. This is not a Dre and Snoop production. This is Coolio who does the slide, slide, slippity slide thing, yeah. and then it comes this, out with this.
0: I think I think that's where the the video uh, succeeds so well is that they do a good job of making him look really intimidating. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know him from anything else, I think you're going to buy it. Um, But yeah, I mean, frankly, this would be like if you replaced Coolio in this video with like Pitbull. It wouldn't be. It would be pretty close. Yep. Um, And I don't know how seriously one would take Pitbull trying to teach you about the the horrors of the street. Yeah, but I guess Um, all
1: the awards at the time kind of imply people took it seriously. In a way. No,
0: I mean I, I think I think it's I, I don't think it's wrong to take it seriously. Mm. I mean the song the message of the song is clearly uh something that's on the serious end. Um but yeah, I think that the the video does more for Coolio's image than Coolio himself ever did. <laughs> let put it that way. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I think it's I I, I think it's a pretty good I think it's a uh, pretty good, so, like, I, I like the, I appreciate the point of view of the song and everything like that, and the groove, mm-hmm. the groove is good. The Pastime Paradise groove is really great, and the, the chorus is catchy and everything. I think it kind of, uh, I actually didn't do the, um, the what the song is, and I have to, where the hell is it? Uh, so, uh, that's a not it. I can't remember the, where is this? Right here? Sorry, I'm doing this. This is not, uh. Working out of the time. they had the song video description, and now I can't find mm-hmm. it. I was going to read what it actually was, but it's on Wikipedia. I'll look for it while you go. But the um, the Coolio thing and the song itself, I think, I think it's almost... I don't know. I don't know what to think about the lyrics of the song because I think that they're vague and generic enough where they are, on one hand, applicable to a lot of situations. On the other hand, it feels like it's someone kind of making up a song about what this would be like like i mm-hmm. i feel like Dre and snoop when they were doing stuff of this era it felt more real to me oh, yeah. than this like this yeah. doesn't it, this feels kind of generic in a lot of ways like uh and i also thought that the line was as they grope i see myself in the pistol snow, uh, smoke and he says as they croak i see myself and i don't like that as mm. much as grope but he says things <laughs> he says things like that and i don't know you know, you know what I mean. It feels a little bit more generic than actually lived in, and I think that that maybe impacts me a little bit. Looking back on it, as like a item or like a a totem of this era.
0: Yeah, I you know I think what I actually didn't look it up. Did he write this, uh, Cool, yeah? yeah, I believe he did. Okay, well I was gonna say it would be even. It, it, I could see what you're saying being very applicable if he didn't actually write it. I if it was like a song by committee. You know what I mean? Yes, like it had ghostwriters. Like, uh, we have this. Yeah, we have this song for this movie with this this groove, and we've got a Coolio to do it. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that I think the problem with these songs that are so reliant on on samples or or wholesale lifting of of choruses and hooks is that you you find yourself singing the really catchy chorus and hook, but then you kind of don't really remember what the rest of the song is. Yeah. Um, and I think this is this was always one of those for me where like I. I know, and maybe this is just because I'm extremely white, but uh, I I know the lyrics to Amish Paradise, or <laughs> I used to like front to back, <laughs> and they are very clever and they are very you know well thought out. Yeah. Um. Not that this isn't, but like it's I remember the hook to this more than I remember anything else. Yes. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if that's if that's my own bias with it or what i don't know if that's necessarily a fair comment on the song
1: let me um let me read you the synopsis which i think is it's on wikipedia i don't know if this is a parody because it reminds me very strongly of bill maher used to do a bit a bit on his stand-up which was like reading hip-hop lyrics in in like white voice kind of (laughs) um this is the synopsis of it coolio begins by reflecting on his life in a biblical fashion that is partaking in hoodlum activities has drained him of hope and is damaging his relationship with his mother However, the narrative turns at this point with Coolio threatening rival gangs with certain death in the event that they take verbal liberties or transgress into his territory. (laughs) He subsequently educates the listener on the history behind his current position in society, explaining the way in which his upbringing, upbringing has entrapped him by creating his lust for power, money, and murder. However, it is at this point that he acknowledges that the uncertainty of his survival on the street... Julio therefore begins to lament the cyclical nature of violence in which he partakes, as well as elucidate, <laughs> elucidating the collective chaos created by individual greed, selfishness, and a lack of education or role models. He ends mm. his personal journey on a hopeless, hopeless admission that his situation and surroundings will never improve. Which is true, which is what the song is about. However, um, it's one of those things that when you sort of re- uh, define what it is, it kind of loses, I guess, a little bit of the emotional impact.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, uh, years ago there was a website where someone had. Um, I don't think it was necessarily meant to be humorous, but it was. It took uh, uh, notorious Big lyrics and kind of translated them. Yeah,
1: it's a prop, to, like to, proper like proper English or whatever they want to. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and not not like in a a uh, uh, criticizing the way he was speaking that kind of like you know racist sort of thing. It was just like actually breaking down all of the stuff he was saying because it's a lot of like referential stuff that a lot of people might not know sure, and slang and and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. and so it was actually explaining what he was saying and when when i was reading it going like wow i didn't i had no idea (laughs) that's what these songs were about (laughs) um and it adds it adds an interesting depth a, a much more interesting depth to them when you when you're actually uh registering everything that they're talking about instead of just sounding cool yeah yeah um I had to look and, uh, I had to look up what loked
1: loked means because I they, I they say it all the time but I had never realized that loked just means kind of crazy according to the
0: internet uh, as a loked out gangster I guess is the lyric huh. here interesting uh, but, and, um go ahead I f- uh, well I was just gonna say uh, I kind of forgot what I was gonna say well we can go move ahead.
1: into the we can move into the the video itself um, hmm. the video is good the video kind of portrays high school as like a horror scene um they it's very stylized and it's very uh sort of over the top there's a lot of shadows and Michelle Pfeiffer sort of storming in dramatically the the hallway of the school
0: looks like it's a set of like an abandoned hospital mm. or something like that I love that one shot of the hallway where the guy's just bench pressing yes. in the middle of the hall <laughs> I, I, it's it's you know it's it's weird it's surreal but like the shot is beautiful because they've got this like very identifiable West Coast kind of sun sunset light coming through, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, lighting up the hallway. It's a great shot.
1: And the, uh, the rest of the video, it does a lot of cutting the movie in. Uh, I don't know how you felt about how it involves the movie. I thought it does a pretty good job. It starts off not really using a lot of movie clips, and then it eventually sort of reminds you that, oh, this is basically an ad for the movie mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the... Honestly, the hardest part I have is I was trying to imagine how Coolio and Michelle Pfeiffer could keep such intense stares at each other because I would have just laughed. <laughs> it's a little bit over the top. And I think that Michelle Pfeiffer is actually pretty bad in this. Like, it's a little bit ridiculous what she has to do.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, one of the reasons I don't think I ever watched the movie is because I, rem- all I remember of the movie is the video. And I remember thinking that Michelle Pfeiffer seems like the like the way that she comes off in this video is like someone pretend trying too hard to be tough but at the same time the kind of person who's going to like sit backwards on a chair and and just say they want to rap with you for a bit yeah you know that kind of thing yeah um and so it kind of turned me off where I was like uh this movie doesn't really seem like something that I feel like getting into but the clips from the movie <laughs> the clips from the movie she seems to emote a lot more Yes. Um, and she yeah. seems like more of a more of a human instead of just someone to be sang at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I think that's my I actually it is Michelle Pfeiffer in the video, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I I remembered and I wanted to clarify that because I remembered thinking it was based on the performance I think I sp- uh, assumed a long time it was just a lookalike in her position hmm. and I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure it is Michelle Pfeiffer, but No, that's sir. The the acting uh, the acting is weird from her. I think it, it's like it, it's just a little bit stilted, and they're very intense with each other. And he's kind of circling her, and she's looking at her, and she's tipping over chairs very dramatically and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that they, the video itself is pretty. I like the concept of the, the video more than maybe the like the acting and actual like execution of it and stuff like that. Like I really don't like the. um where she at the end? Where she brings? He's like laying in a pile of garbage, and she brings up the kid wearing sunglasses, and he takes them off, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> it's me." And the the cyclical nature of violence, as Wikipedia tells us, c- continues. Um, that feels Look, that I feels like the wire you did it better out on the street. Yeah, <laughs> but outside of that, I think it's, I think it's a much more successful than the Cindy Lauper one at what it's trying to do, oh, which yeah. is either yeah. be a music video of itself or sell this movie.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's very successful at selling the movie because I think this song single-handedly sets a tone for that movie that I don't I don't know if it holds up the actual movie but like the clips the clips from the movie with this music on top of it set a very definite tone Hmm. that um you know I I having not seen again having not seen the movie if I don't know if I mentioned that I haven't seen it yeah um when I think about this song, on top, the, one of the first things that pops into my head is like the vision of an unruly classroom from an urban high school. Yeah, because it's it's just and and the the song adds that sense of gravity to to the uh, um, the the visuals from the movie that I think I think it works really well.
1: And I think it's I think G funk. Uh, hip hop is of an era enough now where you identify it with the '90s, the mid '90s, oh, a yeah. little bit, and it's probably my favorite style of hip hop backing production. Um, you know, it's a lot of sampling, as you're saying, but it's sort of it's sort of open and sparse and not really. It's not overproduced. It sounds like they're just sort of sampling seventies and sixties songs a lot of the time, yeah. and I think that it's well, sound- rhythm is life, and life is rhythm. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, the rhythm is the bass, and the bass is the treble. Uh, the mm-hmm. I think that I think that the that sound is something that hip hop doesn't really do anymore, and I kind of miss it. And I think that it ties it into that era, and you think of the nineties movie as you're watching this, and. I haven't seen the movie in a long time but I do remember the the song working well in the movie in that context and maybe it's because you bring yeah. it in
0: and you look forward to it but I do remember
1: them working hand in hand with each
0: other. Yeah, it is it is very of an era. It's it's weird that they it is kind of tied to movies too because I mean even Regulate has a clip from fucking Young Guns at the beginning of it and that song has nothing to do with Young Guns the movie yes. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do I
1: love Regulate. That's a that's a great song. It's a good song. Um, yeah.
0: And that one has even more lyrics
1: that I would look forward to talking to because I, I think that song is great until the last cor- or the last verse and then it loses it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that I think this is good. I think that it's weird that it's Coolio. It's weird that Coolio is such a like the thing I remember now is Fantastic Voyage and his appearance on that Hot Wings Show on YouTube where he eats hot wings.
0: <laughs> and so, um, is this is Tupac already dead by this point, or is he still alive? This is 95. Tupac would be
1: dead, I think. I can look this up. This came out in 95. Tupac died in 96. So this is just before okay. he died. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, because my my thing is, you know, you, you, you were talking about Coolio seeing like it not really fitting for him because you think of like the party rap and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like this, they wanted Tupac for this. Sure. Because like he's got a very similar rapping style, it feels like, the way that he phrases stuff in this song. Yep. Excuse me. I actually don't find
1: Julio's flow to be all that impressive. It it feels a no, it's really not. No, yeah, like the I I always enjoy uh, rappers who are able to bend around the bars. I think that's something Mm. that a lot of them like. DMX is the epitome of not doing that, where it's like every every DMX song is. Well,
0: you know when you're when you're talking about opening a small business. Uh, you want to make sure that you're very clear about your intentions.
1: <laughs> and Tupac kind of uh, transcended that a little bit, but I, I understand what you mean in that they sound more similar than
0: um, him and Snoop would sound, for instance. Yeah. And the content feels very much like a Tupac song. Um, basically what my, what I'm getting at is who would, if, if not Coolio, who would you pick? I feel like, I feel like they want Tupac.
1: I think so would, of that era. Yeah. Um Tupac is also the age appropriate, I think, for it. Dre's a little too old, I think, at that point. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably Tupac. Tupac would be the one that would fit in. Biggie doesn't really seem like he... Um, it doesn't seem like a Biggie
0: kind of song, no, actually. No, no. It doesn't seem like a Warren, Warren G song? No, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like Nate Dogg. Not smooth enough? Yeah. <laughs> that song, I would like to talk about that song at some point, because I've always found... It's, it's just so... I find it so interesting how how smoothly they talk about such awful things
1: you talk about regulate yes, regulate. yes yeah, yeah 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 no i i love regulate i would i would easily talk about regulate once we move in we can do like a 90s g funk uh oh that would be great yeah. yeah put uh, on the list but i think i think we're done with coolio it's been over 20 minutes but that's it gangsta's paradise we'll put it up on the spotify playlist you guys can subscribe to the spotify playlist to listen to all the songs that we've been talking about Check out the video for it. It's directed by Antoine Fuqua and uh, then go watch Training Day, I suppose. This is sort of this is his test case for that. Um, that's about it. Uh, Clay, what do, do you have you f- figured out what we're going
0: to be doing next for our third in the movie series? Um, I think so. I was really I, man. there's so many of them that and there's so, but they all tend to be really similar. Uh, but I, I was trying to find one that was a little bit different from what we've done so far. Uh, and I think what I'm going to go with is, as I make the final decision in my head as I am talking, uh, "Big Gun" by ACDC okay, from the Last Action Hero soundtrack. Sure. <laughs> I bet no one was expecting me to pick that. I don't think I've ever seen the video, so <laughs> yeah, it's a weird video. It's it's sort of it's actually not entirely dissimilar to this video if you think about like what exists that you're actually watching. Except that one ends with Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed as Angus Young duck walking with a guitar. (laughs) So um, I I would like, I don't know how many of these we're going to do, if we're going to do four, if we're going to do like six. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we do need to do one that is just a straight up one camera person singing while they play clips from the movie. Yes. Like Uh, Celine Dion. Yeah. I was just going to say, if we're going to pick one, it's probably going to be that one because that's probably the most iconic version of that. That
1: was going to, that was going to be my pick actually for. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Well, and then maybe we can just do four. Then I think we'll have covered most of our bases.
1: (laughs) From Coolio to Celine and the world keeps turning, but yeah. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we'll do, uh, we'll do big gun, my CDC next time. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. All the social media links are down below. You can support the show on patreon.com slash the Penske file. And that is about it. Let us know what you're thinking of the show. We're a little bit ahead. We have a little bit of a backlog. So, um, feel free to leave comments and everything. And it might just not be taken into account immediately, but we are looking at everything that people are suggesting and we're kind of making themes and we'll see where we go from there. Leave some, um, leave some possible theme topics too, uh, by the, yeah. whatever we move on to after the movies will be a little bit too soon after you've heard this for us to take into account, but we might take it as a uh,
0: upcoming thing after whatever that topic is. So, and thank you for listening everyone. Cause uh, everyone that has listened and reached out to us said they've really enjoyed this so far. Mm. And, uh, which I'm glad because I I, I was wondering whether or not people were going to actually listen to this. So,
1: <laughs> some people listen, some people like music. Uh, I I, yeah, I think there's the uh, you can either get something out of the song or something out of the video. I suppose, which is kind of oh wait. Interesting
0: so do we. What's the the final consensus on this? Do we do we feel like the, the video oh, sure. amplifies the song if we want to stick with the core we, of our we, concept? We, here. we
1: should probably. I I forgot the uh, the synopsis too because I was looking at the Wikipedia. Um I Yes, I think so. Mm. I don't think this uh, I occasionally with some of the videos we watch like I don't feel it does harm to it, you know. I I feel mm-hmm. that's more the case here. I think that it's um it has some weaknesses to it, like the acting and the sort of like melodrama of it, I don't think really carries through all that particularly well. I think the song functions better if you don't see them acting it out, um, but I don't think it does harm, and I think it sells the movie, which is what it's trying to do. So yes, I think that the video in this case is um, iconic and sort of deserving of that status.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I honest, I don't think the song needs the video, frankly. Um, I think the song is, is strong enough and sets enough of a mood by itself that you probably don't need it. But mm-hmm. then again, I might be saying that from the point of view of someone who is so familiar with the video that it the song automatically triggers certain visuals for me. Sure. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it is very successful. I think the video did amplify the song. I think it definitely amplified the movie, uh, or at least made me... Think the movie was was great, even though I haven't seen it. I don't know if if I mentioned I haven't seen the movie. But um, here's
1: here's one question for you. Yeah, has this song aged well? If you if like if Mike Magazine or something uh, was to come up with like the 100 greatest hip hop songs of all time, and they included this in like the top 20, Mm. is that is that like 20? Well, I'm I'm just looking at the list of awards this song won. Like, is it would. I think if I was reading a serious hip hop greatest songs list and this was anywhere near the top, I'd be like, what the
0: hell is this? Like, why is this song on this list right now? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that you have to take into account cultural relevance, right? Mm. Because, I mean, I feel like this was a very big song at the time. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, after I don't know if this has quite the staying power as a lot of other ones that would be on that list. Um, cause it was, it was everywhere for the summer or or whenever the movie came out. Yes. And then it's very kind of fell off fairly quickly. Like, I don't, I don't think, I feel like you don't hear this on the radio as much as you would hear some of the best stuff from Snoop or, uh, or Tupac or, or Biggie yeah. or anything.
1: Yeah. I think all of those songs from those guys hold up more than this. I almost feel like this is like, I'd imagine this song would be playing right after Gautier's somebody I used to know at the supermarket. <laughs> like
0: I could imagine this song sort of <laughs> popping up, um, that man, that would be uh, that would be quite the the, um,
1: the illustration
0: of of extremes <laughs> to have like a scene with Gangsters Paradise playing over the the supermarket at like a Whole Foods or something.
1: <laughs> that's how it, that's how it is. But let us know, people, whether or not this song actually holds up. Uh, I'm interested. I, I, I'm it's one of the things that I'm most interested in about this song. It won so many awards. Was the biggest thing that I was sort of amazed by. Not that it's a bad song, but uh, I just rem- I, I I would have remembered it without Wikipedia as just a big song that got a lot of radio play over the summer one year, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said like the
0: Grammys would have been like this is the greatest hip hop song that's ever been written this year it does it kind of doesn't surprise me that it won a bunch of Grammys though because it does feel like a very uh accessible yeah Pat yourself on the back kind of it's the green book of rap songs, yes. let's put it that way yeah and uh in that it is a very inaccessible song where they can point at it and the Grammy people can point at it and go ooh they're talking about social things and it's accessible for people like me so let's show that we're hip and with it and we care about shit and give it a bunch of awards yes
1: and also that you have not seen green book either i have not
0: seen green book either. <laughs> Have you seen, did you I, see Green Book no, yet? No, it's
1: on my queue. I have two left okay. to go and I'm, I'm going to be watching it. I'll let you know what to think about it. But yeah, that's the, that's certainly so did, the cultural
0: understanding of Green Book. If we, fu- if we, if we start another show ever, it should be movies that we haven't seen and <laughs> neither of us have seen it. And let's just speculate about them based and, on what uh, our, make really hard, steadfast, opinionated comments about movies we have not seen. Based on what our
1: cultural memory is of that song in that year. It's like, I, that was a really, that, that movie really annoyed me. All right, cool. I think we're done. It's been a half hour. Thank you guys for listening. It's been Gangster's Paradise. We'll be up next time with Big Gun by ACDC. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.